0: I'm Julie Lamb, a therapist turned life and business coach. In all my years as a therapist and coach, I have seen that true healing and growth comes from understanding your greatest asset, your brain. To manage your life and business, you first have to manage your mind. I'm here to help you figure out what the hell is my brain doing? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to What the Hell is My Brain Doing?, During this time of year, it makes me always self reflect and think about the things maybe I have, the things I don't have, everything to that effect. And I wanted to shift gears a little bit and talk about a couple of things that I think are really crucial when it comes to how we show up in our life and especially how we show up in our business. So for those of you that are business entrepreneurs, owners, or even work in many businesses, I think this is really helpful information that you can really use to see why my brain does what it does. And I think this also applies to again, we talked about this shopping and and everything. And I think that this really fits in with all of that. And the idea is on scarcity. So I want to talk about scarcity from the perspective of It's not just a mindset thing that is where we're going to go a little bit more, but it can be a reality for many. And so when I talk about these things, I want you to remember that Maslow's hierarchy that I've mentioned before, where when our basic needs are met, that's the idea I'm going from is that our basic needs are met. And so... I recognize that there are many without, there are many that are just basically striving each day. And so scarcity is a very different emotion and feeling that we're going with than those that have those basic needs met. So with that in mind, I really want you to, I just want to offer to you that sometimes it's really easy to get into this idea that I don't have and maybe you have more than you think. Actually, I have a little different story, so when I recently went um to Egypt and Israel, and it was a trip with my mom and my sisters and it was it was really phenomenal it was a i'm gonna call it once in a lifetime type of thing. I had a lot of fun. My sisters and I are were funny when we get together. I will admit and so we had a lot of fun and one of the things that was really interesting is. I don't think I mentally knew this. Uh, When we went to Egypt, Egypt is very much, I would call more of a third world country. And when I mean that, I really mean just in comparison to obviously where I was raised. And one of the ways that that really came out to me is, again, with the idea that there is just so much. I had a, there was a couple on the airplane um, that were getting, they were on the airplane behind me and they mentioned the idea that, you know, only in America, and this is an overgeneralization I think, <laughs> but they said you can go to a store and you can buy your clothes and your groceries all in the same store, and I think that's very, very true. Um, and there it was very apparent to me that you know I have stores for lots of different things. I had a chance to talk to some of the people there and finding out you know the cost of living is very different, what it takes to live. It's all just very different from where I live, and it makes me very I will be honest, very grateful. I know that I have a lot. I want to just put this out here that I think all of us have a lot more than we think we do. And there are other people that I know are blessed in many areas. So as I go through these, I really just, I really want to acknowledge that there are those that honestly don't have. And so this idea of scarcity really is, it's a completely different mental block and shift than those that have, but want something different So with that in mind, I want to take a look at how scarcity does impact our whole brain structure. So we go back to remember our brain's three functions, the safety, the pleasure, and then that social, that fitting in. And scarcity really does impact that idea of safety and sometimes even that pleasure. So what it does is safety is this idea that I have an unmet need. Now, remember, I can do something, we talk about it differently when I actually physically have unmet needs. My brain really does go into more of a survival mode. What do I do to just make this happen? But when it comes to business and when it comes to many aspects of our life, this unmet need, sometimes it's a desire for something more. It's the idea of, I want to accomplish these great things, but I feel like something's missing. And what happens when we have this scarcity mindset is that it really does limit your brain's function all across the board. Because what it does is it, it, the ability to solve problems or hold information to reason logically, like that is basically gone. When you view that you don't have something, that you have this unmet need, what your brain does is all it can think about is how do I make that need? Like, how do I fix it? How do I solve it? How do I meet that need? And so it makes that impulse control harder. And I want... This is very fascinating that you can see a lot when I feel like I don't have this need met and we can call it, I don't feel like I have love. I don't feel like I have acceptance. I don't feel like I, like these emotions. And so a lot of times what we do is we find ways to fill that. And sometimes we find it with unhealthy ways, perhaps uh, drugs or alcohol or overeating, like we're going to call it all those unhealthy ways, generally speaking, are for these unmet needs. But the other thing is that oftentimes we seek out perhaps other people, maybe they can help me, maybe this is what's going on. And so the scarcity, again, we're looking for the unmet need. I want to use this more, and we're going to talk about business um, in particular this time, because a lot of times as you are an entrepreneur, you're starting your business, or even in the corporate world. What's going on is that you're seeing a need. And if you don't feel like you can meet that need, then you doubt your abilities. You doubt what's going on and you try to find the resources outside of you to make it happen. So as I started my business, I did this a lot where it was like, well, I I don't know how to do this. And so I went searching. I went searching to see who knows, who can tell me what's going on here. And what that does is it puts your brain into the idea that somebody else can solve your problem and I can't. And I believe this actually goes across the board in every aspect. Anytime we believe that only somebody else can solve our problem and not ourselves, I do believe that's a scarcity mindset. I believe that what that is, is the idea that we don't rely on our own selves. And scarcity often is where I feel like something is missing and somebody else needs to help me there. So some of the signs of scarcity could be like feeling behind a lot, feeling like I just don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. We see this sometimes with like bills or responsibilities piling up, the idea that I just can't pay it. But I think sometimes with responsibility, it's the idea that I just I don't want, I can't, like there's just so much. And I felt that, as I mentioned, as a mom at home, as a stay-at-home mom with my little kids that it was just, it was overwhelming. I just felt like I can't, I'm not the mom for them. There's too much. And so like the responsibilities I know piled up. And a lot of that did, I will admit, have to do with maybe some postpartum depression I was feeling and some other things going on. But I think for this example, I really want to talk about how oftentimes at work or in your business, what will happen is that you will have this list of all these things that have to happen. And when, how, what, what, like, responsibility piles up because you feel the scarcity. Like, I just can't meet this. I just can't do this. Another thing I see a lot is when people overschedule themselves. It's like, if I can stay as busy as possible, then I won't notice that I'm missing something. Again, it's this idea that I'm going to just buffer the feeling and fill it with other things. But this is one that really hit me hard because I realized that I do this a lot. And that is the idea that we say yes to opportunities that aren't right because we're afraid another one won't come along. And I really want you guys to think about this for a minute. How many times have you said yes to something, knowing it wasn't something that was right for you, it didn't align with you, but you were afraid if you said no, like you're afraid of the consequences, essentially. The idea that if I said no, how's it going to impact me? And I saw this a lot when I first started my business, where I took a lot of clients, honestly, that yes, I could help them, but I, I really should not have been accepting these clients. But I felt like, well, if I don't, then when else are clients going to come and I need this? And what that does is it creates the idea that my business isn't meeting the needs that I have. I used to work at that time. It was, I would take evenings and I worked several evening appointments and I would work until nine at night. And it was really out of balance in that perspective. And honestly, I wasn't good to those that I helped because it was taking a lot of my energy. And so once I realized that it's okay to recognize what I need and that I can meet this. And I set those boundaries and I was really firm on it. It's actually when it shifted from this idea of scarcity to abundance. And I'm going to talk about abundance next week, but I really want you to just think about this scarcity, about how that impacts you and what that looks like. So a lot of times with scarcity too, we also are really good at making hasty decisions because I want you to think about what you're solving for. You're solving for an uncomfortable emotion. I don't know how to do something. I'm feeling very overwhelmed. So then I'm going to go do something that might make me not feel as overwhelmed. I did this when I hired a VA and I have horror stories about all that. And that's something that, you know, I think is really important as an entrepreneur. I was told, hey, go hire somebody to help out with these projects, these things that you need to do. You know, this will be great for you. And so what happened is I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm so I'm overwhelmed. And yes, yes, they can take this off my plate. And that didn't happen, actually. They created more work and they actually almost sabotaged my whole business. It was a really difficult time to be in. And I recognize now a lot of that was because the idea that I just, I was so overwhelmed. I didn't know how to make it happen. I didn't think it could happen. I didn't know. I want you to just even imagine as you say this, just like this emotion starts writing up. And so then it becomes, how do I solve for that emotion? And when we're solving for that emotion, oftentimes we'll make very hasty decisions that actually aren't good for you. When I was working full-time, my boss came in to, to visit us and I was not feeling well. I was pregnant with my first and I was not in a really good place. Like physically, I was really not, not well And he's making it seem like I have to do this so that I can have a job. And all those hasty decisions that were made when, realistically speaking, I ended up going to the hospital that night and having my baby the next day because I was feeling very scarce. I was feeling like I had this unmet need. I had to either get their approval or I had to secure my job. And I want all of this, all of these examples, we can go throughout our whole life and we can find times in our life when we feel like we're not meeting a need somewhere. And to get to this, I need us to go go back to the emotion. What emotion really is coming up with this idea of scarcity? A lot of times we fear. It could be doubt. It could be overwhelm. Um, Maybe it's even a not good enough feeling. Imposter syndrome comes out a lot where you just feel like somebody else is better than me. A lot of times you feel like nobody cares. I want you to think about all those feelings and where they land. And if we're not willing to look at those feelings then the scarcity comes in where it's like, well, I've got to solve for it. I've got to make it better. And when we do that, we make these hasty decisions. When we are inattentive to things, it could create real problems. And I want to share this from another business perspective. It was right after I'd hired that VA, my business is like, I swear, burning to the ground. (laughs) And I felt like I had to do everything I could to make it work. And I was throwing money at things left and right. It was, oh, they, they can tell me, they can do, you know, and It wasn't until I actually had to look at it differently to say, wait a minute here, what am I actually really solving for? And I had to be really uncomfortable for a long time. I had to be uncomfortable with the idea that it's okay to not know the answer and it's okay to not rush something and it's okay to feel left out and it's okay to take a break because when I do that, that's when I could turn it around to look at, wait a minute here, what do I actually have going on? What does that look like? So scarcity, again, I want you to just think it's an unmet need and I want to really challenge. It's often an unmet emotional need. So a couple of things that I want to offer you is first off, I think you have to recognize it. Recognize when we're in scarcity, when we view that we just don't have enough or we have an unmet need. And to help this, I want you to just be aware that you don't have to solve for every emotional need or every emotional feeling or even any other unmet need. You don't need to solve it by throwing money at it or by ignoring it or, you know, whatever. There's just a couple of things that you really can do. One, we accept that I have that. The second thing is I want you to truly get into this idea of so much self-compassion. Remember if our brain is saying, hey, we have to fit in, we have to belong, we have to all those things, Our brain often says, oh, well, they have more and I have less. So therefore, this is bad. This is no good. And what if we stopped and said, actually, no, wait, I do have a lot and it's okay that I don't know and it's okay that I don't have this and it's okay that I have these emotions all over the place. Where's the compassion for myself at that time? Sometimes we can look and we can say, what do I have that's not scarce? So a lot of times if I was considered financial and I looked at it and said, actually, no, you know, I have enough food to eat. I have my basic needs met. And because of that, I'm not financially in a hard place. When we find that evidence to support that, the scarcity honestly will start to decrease because it's like, oh, right, right, right. I'm not on the edge of like losing it all. And then we're able to actually look at what the need is that I need to meet. I have a like a post-it now where essentially it says, whenever I go to buy something, I ask myself, what emotion am I solving for? And I do that because a lot of times it's this idea that I don't have enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not something enough. And when I can take a step back and say, wait a minute here, how do I actually know? Like, what do I actually know? What do I actually believe? What do I actually think? And I find that evidence. What happens is that I realize that I don't need to buy whatever this person is saying will fix my problem because I, I have it within me. One of the other things is to just really start to define abundance for yourself. And next week, I'm really gonna go into abundance and we're gonna talk about what that looks like, what that means, because it's not just gratitude. I mean, that is a part of it, but it's more than that. It's really just looking at like sometimes your own gifts and abilities and talents. And so sometimes when it looks at scarcity, we wanna be able to look and say, wait, where's the growth? So this is one of the things I do wanna point out. As we are growing in our business, there is this growth that happens. And oftentimes it's very, very uncomfortable. And when it's uncomfortable, our brain goes to, wait, I can't do this. This is too much. And then that brings up the scarcity, like whether it's, I don't know enough, whether it's, I don't have enough, it's again, the enoughness. And one of the things I really want to point out to you is that as you're growing, this is normal and nobody likes to hear that, but it is true. Growth will bring up some scarcity. Growth will bring up the idea that I don't have enough. And some of the things to really consider is the fact that it's okay to not know enough. It's okay to not have enough, but what needs are met. What do I know? What am I sure of? What does that look like? And when I can rely on that, then I can solve from not a graspy, needing, wanting energy, but instead an energy of growth. And that truly is more of the abundance is this growth mindset. So as you guys are thinking about setting goals, that's also a really big one. We set goals. We start to go from this, well, I'm just not good enough at this. I'm just, I can't. And that scarcity is what actually sabotages a lot of our goals. So don't be afraid to say, okay, wait a minute here. If I took a step back and honestly looked at this and I said, actually, what do I know? What do I believe? What do I have? What are the resources available to me? Then being able to look at it from that perspective and then being able to say, actually, and this is the one thing I'm needing. So for me, I recognize that I'm not technologically, like is not my forte, but I can figure out a lot of things and I can figure out what I need to. I can move forward from that. But when I think, oh my gosh, I just can't do it. I just don't know how I'm going to do it. Oh, oh wait, this person can solve this for me. That's when scarcity gets you in trouble. So what I have done is honestly, like I said, I asked myself, what emotion am I solving for? And I go back to those questions. What emotion am I solving for? What do I have? What do I need? Like, what are my talents? What are my abilities? And then where am I lacking for growth? That's what I do with my clients all the time is we actually look at a lot of times the growth that they want and what stops them from getting that growth. And what stops them could be that scarcity. There's money mindset that comes up, this idea of what we believe and think about money. There's this idea of I have to just do it all. I can't have anybody else help me. Or this idea of, I have an unmet need. And oftentimes we are able to look at those things, but this is where having that outside perspective can help you look and say, wait a minute here. What are my unmet needs? What's going on here? Where am I really feeling scarce? So my friends, I want you to give yourself so much compassion for the growth that you have, for the abilities that you have seen, for the things that you have accomplished. And when you are in this phase of growth, you will look at things as, I don't have enough, but you do. So take that in mind. Next week, we're going to go more into this abundance and how to shift from scarcity to abundance. Until then, this is Julie Lamb with what the hell's my brain doing? See you soon. If you love today's show, I would love for you to take a minute and give a five-star rating and a review. Subscribe and share with those that you know would love to learn more about managing their brains. If you're ready to join me, I want to invite you to coach with me where we uncover more about your brain so that you can have the life and business you dream about. Manage your brain is more than just a thought. It is a possibility. Go to www.julielamcoaching.com to learn more. This is how we do it. See you soon. Have a great day.